And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Saskatchewan government announces a new incentive program for the sale of Crown Farmland. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart has announced a new incentive program to sell targeted 300,000 acres of Crown farmland. The new targeted program offers current leaseholders a 10% purchase incentive on the sale of eligible land until next March 31st. Stewart says the approach is to put land in the hands of producers in cases where there is no higher public good from an ecological, environmental, heritage or economic perspective. Lessees may continue to lease cultivated and formerly cultivated land that is eligible for sale. However, those leases will see a 45% premium applied to the standard formula rental rate in 2018. This follows the 15% premium in 2016 and 30% premium applied in 2017. The new land sale program only applies to land subject to the rental premium of 45%. Of the more than 6 million acres of Crown Farm land under lease, about 300,000 acres are subject to a rental premium. Stewart feels it is important for farmers to own the land. Welcome announcement and plan that, you know, really speaks. Well, it's an asset to them. It helps their operations down the road. Uh, a lease is not a tangible asset. So it's not something you can't really will it. You can't borrow money against it to operate or to continue to expand your operation. But uh, with deeded property, you can do those things. And it creates wealth for families in the end. And we're, I think in the circumstances, we're making it as easy as we can to purchase. You think with a rental premium of 45% above formula and a 10% purchase incentive that there will be good uptake? Well, I would if I was them. I certainly I would want to purchase this land even without those uh, incentive, the incentive and the disincentive to continue leasing. Uh, if this fits with your family farm operation, uh, it's, it should be desirable, and particularly with the incentive. The 1,100 leaseholders will be receiving details in the mail. Grazing co-ops and former federal pastures are not eligible for the sales incentive and are not subject to the rent increase, even if they contain cultivated or formerly cultivated land. Saskatchewan farm leaders are supporting the Wall government's climate change strategy. Todd Lewis, APAS president, endorses the concept of no carbon tax and creation of a voluntary carbon offset system that would recognize agricultural carbon management. Well, I think it's a welcome announcement and plan that, you know, really speaks to uh, Saskatchewan farmers and ranchers and, and t- talks about uh, getting recognition for the sequestration that we do and uh, and credit for some of the practices that we do in the field and on the on the ranches of the province. You also are happy that there's no actual carbon tax in the in the strategy? No, we've always felt that a carbon tax really wasn't going to uh, mitigate any carbon emissions. Farmers and ranchers are efficient producers and nobody's burning diesel or using extra fertilizer just for their own good. It's, those are expensive commodities and, and we're careful with them. So putting an extra tax on them really was going to decrease the use of them or decrease the emissions. There's there's, a, there's lots of better programs, you know, the 4R programs and fertilizer and the new engines that, that we use and added efficiencies with the larger equipment, those kind of things that are far better to uh, reduce uh, fuel usage and fertilizer and fertilizer usage. You like the voluntary carbon offset system to recognize agricultural carbon management? I think that's uh, we've been we've been talking uh, for the last year about the recognition for 
what we do in agriculture. And, and I think this is a good step forward in that in that part of the industry that we recognize what we do is good for the land and, and good for carbon sequestration and, and uh, less emissions. Overall, you feel this is a, a good strategy to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and yet recognize agriculture and still fight climate change? Well, I think we've done a great job of measuring what goes up the smoke pipes and and measuring emissions, but there's lots of good science showing that the carbon that we capture and we keep in the ground and and, uh, the efficiencies that we do do. So I think we need to have more recognition of the carbon sequestration and good management practices and things like uh, good feeding practices in the livestock industry, for instance, leads to less methane production. So these are all important parts that ag has been doing on their own without a carbon tax, and I don't think a carbon tax would increase any of the uptake on, on these current practices and improved practices. Do you see farmers being able to take advantage of this program by having some industry come in and buy carbon offsets? Oh, I think that's the Alberta model, but we're a long way from that in Saskatchewan, and it might be something uh, in long term that might be looked at, but for the short term, uh, I mean, that's another part of the issue. A tax is easy to put on, but to uh, put a trading protocol in takes a number of years, so we welcome the fact that the tax isn't being put on at this time, and, and uh, if these protocols develop, uh, you know, it'll be an opportunity for producers to uh, maybe get some money in their pockets over it. Other groups providing support for the province's new climate change strategy include Ray Orb with SARM and the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Orb is hoping municipalities can be part of the offset program and be involved in the consultations. He says many RMs are already involved in climate change mitigation measures. So we're quite pleased today that um, we don't have a carbon tax. We won't be looking at immediately having a carbon tax. Uh, that remains to be seen, I suppose, uh, to see how the federal government reacts. To this. But I think we're, I would say we're cautiously optimistic about the federal government accepting this. Orb says climate change is a concern with flooding in some areas as well as recent wildfire devastation. New floodplain mapping was outlined by the province in the announcement, and Orb says it is welcome. Well, the floodplain mapping is really important because of our zoning uh, and uh, building developments. The, the different areas of the province are looking at that right now. We know that some of the that technology, the LIDAR technology, is already being used for that. We know it's very expensive, uh, but perhaps we can work with the province to uh, make that more affordable. We're not sure yet how that uh, could be done. We know they're using it in the, in the northern areas, in the forest uh, part of the province right now, uh, to be able to better prepare themselves, even for reforestation and to be able to fight forest fires. Ray Orb is the president of SARM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Shorty Services. Don't be left in the dark. Install a Cummins standby generator today. Visit shordeeservices.ca. The first winner of the Rural Crime Innovation Challenge spoke about his project in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday. The challenge, created by Innovation Saskatchewan in conjunction with the Ministry of Justice, was created to address crime in rural areas. Jeff Shirley says his winning innovation could be instrumental in helping people in rural areas better protect themselves. What it is is a device that can track assets. It has some hardware inside of it to detect motion. It's self-powered. It can connect up to batteries on rural vehicles such as quads or skidoos or tractors or cars or whatever you have Shirley says when suspicious activity goes on, alerts are sent out to a database where authorities can act quickly. The Canadian Crop Hail Association says Saskatchewan had one of the lightest hail claim years since 2009. The association says total insurance payouts were $96 million on more than 8,600 claims filed in Western Canada this year. 
producer premiums were about $286 million, which translates into an industry loss ratio of 33.8%. Rick Omolchenko is the chair of the Canadian Crop Hail Association. It's kind of a steady, small storm year, but really they didn't add up to make a lot of damage. So the overall ratio is lower than average. In Saskatchewan, hail frequency was down about 44% based on the five-year average. The dry weather in many areas of the province also reduced the total number of hail claims and the amount of money paid out. Total payouts were just over $48 million compared to $125 million in 2016. That's a decrease of 61%. The last couple of years we've been hit pretty hard, especially in Manitoba. Saskatchewan actually in Alberta has been pretty decent the last couple of years. For hail damage, it's, uh, you know, it's been moderate. Uh, this year we're under the average. But, you know, it's nice to have some of these years and, and you know, maybe we can drop some rates and, and uh, you know, benefit the farmer in the end. Omolchenko says more competition in the hail insurance business resulted in a 5% decline in premiums this year. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola rose a dollar twenty at four eighty one ninety four. Oats decreased three dollars thirty five cents at one hundred forty nine dollars and twenty five cents per metric ton. Number one red spring wheat went down ninety one cents at two thirty nine seventy. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty seven forty six. Feed barley one seventy four sixty three. Flax four seventy two sixty eight. Yellow peas two hundred twenty-two dollars fifty-four cents, and feed wheat one thirty-six forty-eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December spring wheat fell a half cent a bushel at six twenty-eight and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty-three fifty-eight or Weyburn eight four two forty-five seventy-four. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of December 5th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.75. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.85 cents to a dollar. We had a bread cow sale here on Friday. There were 300 dispersal heifers and cows on offer. Dispersal heifers sold from $1,500 to $1,800. Good young dispersal cows sold from $24 to $2,700. Middle-aged dispersal cows sold from $1,800 to $2,400. Mature dispersal cows sold from $1,300 to $1,800. Non-dispersal cows sold for butcher price or less. Nobody is looking for these anymore. They are better off at a butcher cow sale. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here yesterday. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.52 and sold up to $2.70. 400 to 450-pound steers averaged $2.38 and sold up to $2.71. 450 to 500-pound steers averaged $2.36 and sold up to $2.55. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $2.29 and sold up to $2.47. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.36. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.12 and 
and sold up to $2.36. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.06 and sold up to $2.17. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.98 and sold up to $2.15. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.84 and sold up to $2.03. Heifers are about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound tan steers at $2.47 a pound, a load of 550-pound black steers at $2.44 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.36 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.17 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.15 a pound, a group of 770-pound exotic steers at $2.03 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 137 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling in a range of 138 to 147 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 19 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2695. The Canadian dollar is currently traded at 78.91 cents U.S. U.S. packer margins have improved to over $40 U.S. a hog, and are among the highest going back to January 2017. The pork cutout was also net higher in the day, led by bellies, butts, and hams. Bellies are seeing a resurgence in support and have recovered from the lows in the fall. They are now flirting with $150 US 100 weight price, which is a level not seen since the summer. The volatile profile of bellies, combined with a ham value that is 17% lower than a year ago, will be something to watch in the near term and will ultimately give direction to cash hog prices. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The farm weather forecast for today, 2 centimeters of snow, wind northwest 30, the high minus 5, the low minus 19. Tomorrow clearing, high minus 10, wind chill minus 28, the low minus 12. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 7. Friday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 7. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 1, the low minus 4. Sunday, sunny, the high 0, the low minus 6. Monday, sunny, the high minus 1. On the roundup, Estevan minus 9, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current 0, Weyburn minus 10, Yorkton is minus 14. Light snow, Regina minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 7, 86% is the relative humidity. The barometer is rising 101.8. Light snow, Moose Jaw minus 4, northwest at 23. Once again, Regina, light snow and minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.